Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review. And as like a lot of us are doing this year, revisiting some older movies that, well, are in my collection. And to be quite honest, I don't remember them very well. And this is one of them, Safe House from 2012. So I remember when Safe House came out, I did not... No, I did not. I, I don't think I went and saw it at the theater. I was buying a lot of stuff on Blu-ray at the time. I bought this steel book, and that was at the time that Best Buy was getting rid of the, the last of their DVD steel books. So the Blu-ray steel book for this thing is massive compared to the steel books we get today. It's much, much larger DVD size. I got another one about that time. Um, the Hurt Locker was also in one of those old, older DVD steel books that really aren't worth much today, unfortunately. But anyway, I was going through my uh, some boxes and I went. Oh, wow. I like everybody in this movie, but I don't remember much about it. I mean, I know the setup. The setup is you've got a young CIA agent, uh, Ryan Reynolds, who has been stuck in this safe house for a year with nobody coming to it. (laughs) He's in South Africa, and he's got a girlfriend, and he's keeping everything undercover, and he goes to work, and he calls in and says everything's great, and nothing has happened for a year, and we're invited to uh, phone calls to his boss, Brendan Gleeson, and he explains that he's been here for a year, and he's been passed over, and he wants to move on. He told his girlfriend he's going to be moving on, and, and then they bring one of the most wanted CIA former agents ever, Denzel Washington, in, and, the, and things go crazy. So I pulled this movie out and I went, yeah, I remember liking Ryan Reynolds and Denzel Washington in it. But then the movie starts and it's got Vera Farmiga, Brendan Gleeson, Sam Shepard, Reuben Blades, Robert Patrick, Liam Cunningham, Joel Kinnaman. I mean, it's just like boom, boom, boom. If this movie were made today, they'd have a hard time making the budget. Although, (laughs) looking up some information about this movie, it had an $80 million budget. When was the last time one of these... You know, it's not really a B movie, but it's it's just an action movie. You know, it's a it's a CIA espionage action movie, an eighty five million dollar budget. Wow! But it went on to gross two hundred eight million, so it's a bit of a hit. Got mixed reviews, and I don't really know why. Um, they even commissioned David Guggenheim, the writer, to write a sequel back in two thousand twelve, but nothing's ever happened. So if you haven't seen the movie, I won't get into too many spoilers, but basically people come to kill the Denzel Washington character, uh, Frost, and Ryan Reynolds has no choice but to protect him because that's that was his job in the first place. And they go on a, a long chase and, and, you know, fighting off the bad guys and trying to figure out who the good guys are and that kind of thing. It's got some, you know, looking back at some of the reviews from 2012, a lot of people said, Great performances, but it doesn't differentiate itself from a hundred other movies of this type to a certain extent. There's a few things that do. Looking back on it now, eight years later, first of all, Denzel Washington, great character, always great in every movie, but he was coming off some things where he was really trying to get into different kind of characters. This was like the second movie that he really wanted to go deep into new types of characters and this guy is not exactly a good guy you know he's not exactly a bad guy either he's a cia agent who left the cia and started selling secrets and stuff so that makes him a bad guy to the government but maybe he was doing it for the right reasons or whatever you don't really know in the beginning you just know everybody wants him or wants to kill him um and ryan reynolds is so green in the beginning he his eyes are darting everywhere he 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 forgets how to you know load a bullet into the chamber of his gun you can tell he's frazzled 
And he goes on this great character arc through the movie where by the end of it, he's a toughened, hardened, you know, a bit of a different character. Would have been interesting had they done a sequel, you know, to, to, to further the adventures of the characters that survived the movie anyway. Um, but let's talk about Ryan Reynolds. I mean... We know him today as the mad, quipping, very funny, but can still act Deadpool guy. But this has none of that. He ate all of the Ryan Reynolds-isms. He plays it straight. He plays a normal young guy in the CIA who gets taken advantage of or thinks he's getting taken advantage of, and and he's got to work things out for himself. And it's just, it's the non-funny Ryan Reynolds and arguably the best thing he's ever done. He is amazing in the movie. Looking back on it now and seeing all the other things he's done, this just stands out like, wow! He he was not in Ryan Reynolds mode. He was in full-on acting, playing this character mode, and did a fantastic job. Now, another thing that sets this movie, and so I can't say enough. I mean, Denzel's great in just about every movie, and he was fantastic in this, but Ryan Reynolds is a whole new level of Ryan Reynolds. He did an amazing job in this movie, and everybody else is good in it. And watching some of the extras, and again, this was eight years ago, and he's a lot younger, and Ryan Reynolds is like, it's it's fun to watch these guest stars because they all have long careers, and the first couple of takes, they're just kind of, they're just kind of reading the parts and, and getting the vibe and the language. Every movie has a language, and it was funny to watch them by the third or fourth take inhabit these characters and become. And that's what you get when you have all A-list as your you know your side characters to the main two. It, well, it is just an incredible cast. Everybody's firing on all cylinders. And then you've got this director. He's a, a Swedish director and hadn't done much before this. He, each movie he's made has gotten a little bit bigger, but he doesn't make a lot of movies. He makes one and takes several years to make the next one. He went on to make Life, the science fiction movie from 2017 that was actually better than it. You know, it's in kind of an alien clone, but it was better than it should be. And Ryan Reynolds was in that. Funny. Um and now he's directed Morbius, which was supposed to be released this year, and I guess will be released next year, hopefully, uh, the new Marvel movie with the vampire. So his career is continuing, and then he's got something about ISIS coming later on, and hopefully, but that's still in development. So he's a good director, and watching with uh, watching some of the behind-the-scenes after, it's like, wow, I didn't. he speaks multiple languages. He's well-traveled. For a younger director, he's, he's, he's like got this old soul, this very, you know, and... So anyway, I, I like his movies, but they chose a very stylized look for the movie. I noticed this from the get-go because I've talked about a lot of my podcasts. My roommate a few months ago got this 85-inch high-end Samsung 4K HDR TV. He didn't really want to go 8K yet, so this was about as big and the best as he could go in a, in a television. And we have been re-watching things like I will be doing a Lord of the Rings review because they upgraded his Apple copies to the new 4K Lord of the Rings. We've just been watching them just a little bit here and there, and it does look pretty great, and I understand why people have some problems with it, but that's another thing. So anyway, checking out how things are filmed and how they get up-converted, because I connected my 4K player, which up-converts everything, and I'm watching a 1080p you know, Blu-ray of this movie that came out eight years ago, and I noticed from the get-go, it's very, very grainy, um, the colors are blown out. There's a lot of black crush. It's an overblown, overshot filmic experience, but it it gives it a gritty look. It it 
one of the Blu-ray commentators talking about the video quality said he had to give it to Universal for letting the director and the cinematographer, who was Oliver Wood, do what they wanted to do with the film because it doesn't look like a clean 4K, you know, mastered transfer. It looks like a gritty old 70s movie kind of with just really blown out colors and really crushed blacks. And it, it just it it has a different kind of look. And some scenes look pretty spectacular. Other scenes are just a grainy mess. They'll, they do some digital zoom and they do some other zooms and things on people's faces to get and it just it, it is not what you're used to especially in today's clean looking movies and tv shows that are all filmed digitally and at 4k or 8k or whatever um but i gotta say it it, it gave the movie a, a different kind of air you know it it made it feel gritty, realistic, like shot with handheld cameras on the go. There's a lot of quick cuts, but it's not irritating quick cuts. So anyway, uh, watching it now, I think the movie's great. I mean, I remember watching it. I bought the Blu-ray and watched it eight years ago. I went, okay, that was fine, you know, and, and it didn't really, eh, didn't really, you know, didn't really make a a big milestone in my head of movies that I watched that year. But looking now, and I guess, you know, the bar is a little bit lower because we're getting less movies and we're watching a lot of streaming movies and movies that didn't get theatrical releases and movies that couldn't get theatrical releases. This is a big budget CIA action movie with Ryan Reynolds, Denzel Washington, and an entire cast of A-listers that was made for $85 million. And it looks like it. It sounds like it. The the gunfire, the the chore- action choreography. It's brutal. It's gritty. It is definitely rated R for the violence. It, there's a little bit of nudity in it. It says, but really, it's it's about the violence. And and there's a pretty hardcore waterboarding scene that Denzel Washington actually did. And I gotta say, watching it now, Safe House is a whole different experience than what I came out of. I watch it for the the acting. Wow. Ryan Reynolds is amazing. <clears throat> and looking up information, CinemaScore gave this an A minus. You know, it, it got mixed reviews from critics, but it went on to make two hundred eight million dollars and got an A minus on the CinemaScore. So audiences actually liked it. And I was talking to my roommate. He was out last night. And he came home and he's like, "What did you watch?" I'm like, uh, "Safe House." He goes, "You know, I pulled that out the other day just to watch, and it it was really good." I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't remember it being as good as it is." So. It's got great plot twists, and if you saw it before and you don't really remember, uh, revisit Safe House with Ryan Reynolds and Denzel Washington. Really well made, and I'm gonna. Ch- there's a couple of uh, Daniel Espinosa's movies I haven't seen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna check those out, and very much looking forward to Morbius. But yeah, uh, with eight years down the road, this movie actually holds up pretty well. You know, we have movies like John Wick and Deadpool these days. We have some pretty seriously over the top, very expensive action movies, and this movie. Eight years ago, could hold up today. A little bit ahead of its time in some of that aspect, some of the action. Uh, The reviews, thin script and choppily edited action sequences. Yeah, by today's standards, the script is fine and the action sequences are hot and it's a pretty exciting movie. Yeah, there's a lot of jerky cam and and, and some chase sequences and stuff. But it's funny. Uh, there's a scene where uh, Ryan Reynolds is driving a truck in kind of a shanty town, and they're narrow streets, and, and Denzel Washington is running across the top of the houses. And Denzel, uh, uh, Ryan is trying to keep up with him with this crappy old truck. And it's funny, when they show a top-down view of the whole shanty town, because it's filmed on location in South Africa, and it, it 
you know, it, it doesn't look like he's moving very fast. But then when they get down into the, you know, eye level and get level with it and the, the quick cuts and, the, and the, the swift panning and things like that, you understand why they do what they do to make an action scene look a, bit, a little better because in this the tiny little roads and the tiny little, they probably couldn't get over 20, 30 miles an hour. But with the cuts and the, and the editing and all that, it, it looks much more exciting. So I got to say, Safe House was a, a great surprise. This one I pulled out and went, well, I don't remember much. I'll watch it. It, it doesn't suck because I didn't get rid of the movie. And it was really good. I, I got to say, Denzel Washington does great. And it's one of Ryan Reynolds' best acting jobs ever. Safe House. It's available now, streaming. Matter of fact, I think the movie channels are showing it several times a day, so it should be easy to pick up. Check out Safe House. I, really cool. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. Check out the Patreon if you're so inclined. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs>